Welcome to a special edition of the Bighorn Podcast. Before we formally start Season 3, I would like to take this opportunity to wish everyone well during these continuing challenging times, with the unknown still one of the most difficult issues that we face. Our community, like the rest of the country and the world, still wrestles with the realities of the COVID-19 virus. And our hearts go out to any of you that have been affected by this illness. We also want to pay our respects to those who have lost loved ones during this year through illness and other tragedies that have not been COVID-related. We, in the Bighorn community, are attempting to move forward in a responsible way, which is extremely important to our mental and emotional well-being. I know that the leadership of our club is attempting to be responsible, yet still creative in following protocols and having the safety of our community and its members being a top priority, while still planning activities that can attempt to give us some sort of normalcy. We look forward to seeing you all soon. And in the meantime, we will be keeping you informed and in touch through these podcasts. This episode will revisit our previous stories, and we want to highlight the wide range of people and backgrounds that make up our community. We will start with a brief reminder of where these members of our community started their journey. Well, I was born in the Carmel Hospital in Carmel, California, and grew up in Monterey. You know, I was born in L.A. I grew up in Avon Lake, Ohio. I was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was born in Athens, Georgia. My dad uh, was in college. He had just returned from World War II. Well, Greensboro, uh, in 1944, June, uh, my dad was there in the Air Force, keeping uh, North Carolina safe. Uh, after six months, I got run out of town, and we settled in Brooklyn, New York. As you said, I was born in New York. That actually scares some people one time when I tell them that. But um, both my parents uh, worked for the Federal Bureau of Investigation. That also scares people, too. My story began in a very small village in the southwestern part of Germany called Meissenheim. March 9th, 1941, I, I was born in St. Elizabeth Hospital, Elizabeth, New Jersey. And, and I was, we actually were born in, uh, in Rallet, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas. And on May 27th, 1953, for better or worse, I was born in Calgary. Well, Marty, I was born, as you mentioned, in Tacoma, Washington. And uh, actually, we moved to Gig Harbor uh, on Wallachet Bay, which was a Terrific place to grow up. It was, we looked, overlooked Mount Rainier. Well, I was born at the beach, still a beach girl, in uh, Playa del Rey. Ithaca, New York was a, a terrific place to grow up as a young man with a bicycle, a BB gun, and a fishing rod. You almost couldn't go wrong. Well, I was born and raised in Smith Center, a town of around 1,800 people. I was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. It's July 29, 1939, Mercy Hospital, eight pound, eight ounces a Saturday night, and a beaming mother and a very proud father. I was born in San Antonio, Texas. 
Uh, yeah, I was uh, born in Colorado Springs in 1971. And now a recap of a question that I ask all of our guests. And that is, what would you tell the 20-year-old you today? Get out there. Just do. Travel. Meet people. Have experiences. Especially at 20 years old. You haven't set any course in your life, really. Right? You're, not, you're not bound by it. But expose yourself to these things and do it with enthusiasm and curiosity. You know, see what this experience is all about. Experience it. To enjoy life, you never know what's coming tomorrow. Stay close to your family. Surround yourself with good people. Stay true to yourself. Be a little gentler to yourself. Take time to enjoy the things that are, that are important. I would say to be true to yourself and go achieve what you want to achieve. And you live in the greatest country in the world. It has its ups and downs and its problems, but it's still the greatest country, and it has the greatest people. And they'll be there to support you and help you. Learn as much as you can to be valuable. So you know, there, there are athletes, ball players who can play multiple positions. There are NFL players who play multiple positions. They become more valuable. Find your passion. Establish mentors. That's an art where I think kids should learn to do that more. I um, always had clear expectations of my goals and my objectives. And I sought and asked for feedback. You know, I just think the world, Marty, is different today than it was. And you've got to adapt to it. Changes are inevitable. Do the best you can. Make the best, make the most out of the opportunities that you're given, and keep your head down and keep moving. Have the courage of your own convictions. Uh, do your homework. Always do your homework. I think people never do what they wind up doing. They never set out. They start out like this, and they develop along the way. Different twists, a little thing that never seemed to matter now is important. Stay in school, you asshole. You're going to have nothing but trouble ever after. And that's true. You have to have something to fall back on. I actually think, Marty, the only reason that I made it is I had no other place to go. I had nothing to fall back on. Materiality, comprehensiveness, depth. Depth of knowledge, depth of understanding, depth of expertise. I'm also continuously arguing that, that view to our younger managers. Because if you don't have the depth of understanding, you won't have the conviction. And if you don't have the conviction, you're not going to be a strong leader. Perhaps the greatest thought is that God's love for you and your own integrity give you the freedom to live without other people's approval. And I, it's okay to dream because I believe the saddest words in the English language, the saddest words in the English language are, what if? What if? What if I'd tried? What might have been? If only I'd tried. What if? Some of the best words are, next time. Next time, I'm going to keep trying. And so I would tell a 20-year-old, you know, if you want to, if you, you might say, well, I want to be an actor. I want to be a Hollywood movie star. And I think I would say, give it a try. First, though, complete your education. 
but give it a try. Don't let anyone tell you it's unrealistic. Don't even try. Don't ever in your life try to avoid what ifs, what ifs. It may be unrealistic, but for some it's become reality itself. So don't live a life of what if. You got to believe in yourself and ask for what you need. And as a female, and always take a seat at the table instead of in the back of the room, which I always had because of my position. That was something that Sheryl Sandberg said in her book, uh, A Lean In, but it is so true. So many women will come and take the back seats and not the one at the conference table. I had three things that I, at the time I thought were failures. And I think you work through those and you come out the other side, whether it's a divorce a death in the family, uh, you know, a setback in your career, and you simply work through them. And I think you have to look forward and say, we're all going to have some setbacks. And if you handle them in the appropriate way, you'll come out the better for it. I think it's critical that you find something that you really enjoy. And I'm not the first to say that, but if you find something that you really like, it's not work. Expose yourself, uh... Be warm, be greeting, be helpful, keep a good attitude, and uh, help as many people as you possibly can. Slow down a bit. Don't be so impulsive. Don't jump into things so quickly. Don't make decisions so quickly. And I think I would say listen to those people that are trying to help you. Usually they are older than you are. And listen to them because they have the wisdom and the experience. You know, it's a very simple equation to be successful. The more you produce, the more you earn. These are some of the reminders of the people we have had the honor of talking to in the past. One of the most rewarding aspects of these conversations that we have had is though they have all been unique in their own way, there also is a common thread of perseverance, a great work ethic, and drive to get the job done. First out of need to work, to contribute, and then the desire to do your job in the best way possible. As we have always said, it usually is not a straight line, but through many twists and turns, all of our guests have accomplished and contributed at a very high level. Also, we are very proud that you have mentioned to me how you have shared these stories with your kids, grandkids, and friends regarding various examples of life lessons that can impact everyone. We look forward to bringing you more of these inspirational and informative stories this season as we continue to try to stay connected to our community during these challenging times. Thanks again for the great support of Leeds and Sun Fine Jewelers, AT&T, and welcoming this year the support of Back Nine Greens as they join in their support of the Bighorn Podcast. I look forward to the third season, and we will be starting our new episodes on November 15th. Thank you all for listening and for your positive comments.